listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Show, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com. Hi, this is Eric Ho, Vice President of Medication Information here at RxWiki, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Pharmacy community, this is Todd Dury, the host of the Pharmacy Podcast. And got a pretty special show today with a gentleman who is uh, very pro-pharmacy, which we always uh, gravitate towards these types of interviews, and an organization which many of you have definitely heard about, some of you may not have. Uh, we have today on the show Mr. Eric Ho uh, with RX Wiki. And if you don't uh, know RX Wiki, please take a look while you're listening. RX Wiki, that's W I K I.com. Good morning, Eric. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Very good. Hey, we, um, we've been following RX Wiki through Twitter and obviously uh, your resource. Uh, I go there uh, probably every other day just to. Um, clue myself in on what's happening in the world of uh, medication management and certain disease states and touching back to the importance of uh, the customer and uh, the patient and the relationship with pharmacy. What is RxWiki? How did you guys get started? Um, please tell our listeners the story and um, I have a bunch of other questions so uh, here we go. Well, Todd, uh, the mission and purpose of RxWiki really is to position pharmacists as the healthcare professional in the digital space. Uh, you know, the Internet and Web 2.0 really isn't a place where pharmacists and patients can connect in a really meaningful way. Uh, a lot of people are looking for health information all the time on the web, Google, Facebook, Twitter, uh, the whole spectrum of health information websites out there, and really think that this is a way to get pharmacists plugged in. You get down to it, the uh, thesis of our company is that a pharmacist is the most accessible healthcare professional there is. Uh, there's a pharmacy on every uh, corner uh, in America. Everyone knows uh, how to get there, and a lot of people know their pharmacists very well. So what RxWiki tries to provide uh, comes in essentially three different value propositions. First, everything right is extremely readable. It's patient-facing. It's patient-friendly. Uh, second, it's transparent. That is to say, you know, every article, everything that goes on our websites, uh, every medication page, and every piece of content is reviewed, oftentimes written by and vetted by a pharmacist, and their name and credential is you know, completely accessible and public to anyone who wants to know. And uh, last, you know, uh, healthcare is changing so quickly. Uh, so many things are being discovered every day. There are new breakthroughs, new information on new on drugs and conditions. So uh, our last value proposition is velocity. Uh, we try to get the newest information on the site as quickly as possible. Our target is uh, within 12 hours of uh, any FDA announcement. And uh, obviously, I think that's something that the web should and can provide. It's fast, on-demand, new information when it happens. And um, everything, of course, on the other end is distributed by pharmacists as well. So our information is syndicated through social media, through digital tools, through websites, to patients, by their pharmacists, in their community, on a daily basis. What I like, uh, Eric, when I go and I've re done a lot of research on uh, some of your contributors, is really the rich history. Um, Mr. Uh, Don Hackett started this really back in 1990, um, and you know, launching the first uh, FDA-approved pharma advertising and market research network, and just grew up through the through the years and you know uh, we we look at uh, 
uh, many other sources of information on the internet, which can be very um, sometimes questionable. <laughs> and uh, in this day and age of uh, information, just zooming in from so multiple sources and then the birth of social media, um, as, a, as a patient customer, when I know that my most trusted healthcare, uh, most accessible healthcare individual is that community pharmacist and um, may not have access and, you know, at two o'clock in the morning and I have some questions about some things or I'm just curious about something and want to follow up with my primary physician or my pharmacist later, start popping in information. Uh, that patient information uh, is so accessible through RxWiki with regards to medications and different things that you're doing. What I like is, is you're giving it multiple um, variances of media. You're, you're giving it to us uh, by a specific uh, medication name. You're, you're giving something easy to find through over-the-counter medications, maybe even a condition. I have, uh, um, you know, maybe I had bone cancer and, and I'm, I'm going through some therapy and I have some, um, some questions or uh, I have an eating disorder or I have bipolar, whatever it is. Then there's the latest news and then, of course, video. I just think it's, uh, it's easy to get to. It's, it's easy to find information. And uh, when, you're, when I'm a patient, I'll have a worry and don't have somebody to reference immediately. This is a definitely a good place to start. Well, I completely agree. And again, uh, the thesis of what we're doing here is leveraging that accessibility of the pharmacist, uh, being able to put pharmacy and pharmacists out in the open, talking about what they know. Uh, I think really uh, many pharmacists and will agree with me, I'm sure, that many times you're the most uh, open and most high-touch person involved with a patient's care. And so a lot of what we've been trying to do is sort of uh, create a, a place in the digital space to do something very similar. And, and you're right, we do have many different ways of getting information out. Obviously, we exist on the web, and uh, I'll put out <laughs> a quick blurb again, uh, at rxwiki.com, obviously. Uh, but well, a bar large part of what we're doing here is also getting that information out into the hands of patients. Uh, so a very big piece of what RxWiki is, is the distribution of our content. Uh, we do have a partnership with the NCPA. Uh, so a large part of what we do is syndicating our information out to the association and more importantly to its members. So if you're a affiliate, a pharmacy affiliate of RxWiki, we'll send you our contents over social media over digital media channels, uh, over your website, uh, things that we actually take care of completely free of charge for our affiliates just to make sure that they have that extra resource and the scale that we can bring to the content uh, for their patients. And what I'd like to mention also, if you're listening to the show, you're a pharmacist uh, and then, of course, a pharmacy owner, content is very important and sourcing that content uh, can be pretty tedious, especially when you have a business to run. Um, the relationship between the National Community Pharmacists Association, the NCPA, and RxWiki is pretty unique, and that is you have a Facebook site, you have a Twitter uh, environment, you're wondering, hey, what am I going to post today? Obviously, the aspect of personalization is very important in, in social media. Mm -hmm. However, there is need to have uh, some rich um, pharmacy-related content there. And the API, the, um, uh, the electronic um, touch between your social media environment and the RxWiki platform has already been designed. It's already there. Uh, reach out to the NCPA. Uh, reach out to RxWiki uh, directly to find out how to, and especially if you're uh, an existing member of the NCPA, 
um, find out how you connect your Facebook to the RxWiki platform so that you can feed your, um, your uh, customers, your patients, your community some very rich information um, about the multiple different things that are being um, pulled through the RxWiki platform. That, Eric, is uh, very important to have that follow-up, especially during the season that we're coming into. Um, we're coming into the fall of 2013. Um, we all know that uh, the, the flu season is being thought about, uh, being wondered about by many uh, patients on many different uh, levels and scales. It's back to school time. It's back to you know college time. So um, getting uh, trusted, timely information from your uh, pharmacist in your community, uh, pharmacist, um, as well as where that information is being pulled from, uh, that's also pretty important. Well, definitely is. You're absolutely correct. And a large part of what we're doing here is to give the pharmacists a lot more exposure uh, to their patients when they're not in the pharmacy, when they're not in the clinic. Uh, you know, more and more patients and more and more people in general are on Facebook, on Google Plus, or on Twitter. Uh, I believe that Facebook is at almost a billion users worldwide now. So a seventh or 14% of the population is on Facebook uh, almost daily. And so the idea that you can get in front of them with your expertise, with uh, your pharmacy or your pharmacist name, and talk about those conversations, talk about those topics, and discuss those important health uh, issues of the day, I think is unbelievably valuable. Uh, you talked about uh, immunization. And uh, a lot of our articles recently uh, concern immunizations, especially with back-to-school season going right now with uh, you know, teen immunizations, children's immunizations. Uh, obviously, uh, we're still, in many places in healthcare, still battling some myths about vaccines that uh, are a little bit uh, unhelpful to the health of our communities. And so we do have articles talking about that, too, just very broadly. What does a medication uh, contain? What does it do? What does a vaccine contain? What does it do? and kind of tackle some of those barriers to patient education uh, in a place that your patients are going to be looking. Uh, they're going to be on Facebook. They're going to be on Google. It's just another place, another touch point that really hasn't been uh, explored with uh, the kind of penetration that we've really been able to achieve here. So, Eric, more than just social media, which is, uh, is still growing, um, even Twitter is starting to sometimes eclipse, depending on the demographic, depending on the age of the patient customer uh, of who's using what uh, platform, who's using Pinterest, who's using Twitter, who's using Facebook. But uh, as we continue to see the growth of, of social media, the world of your website and your web platform and being found on the web is also very important. Um, tell us, tell our listeners, if I'm a pharmacy owner, I have a website, what kind of integration, uh, what type of information can I uh, use from the RxWiki source the RxWiki platform right into my own uh, web environment? Sure. Well, I want to take a step back first and, and talk about actually the search engine optimization that our uh, platform can help you with. Um, a lot of our affiliates have websites or have a presence on Google Maps or Google Local, uh, but they're not really optimized. Uh, patients have a hard time finding them. They're you know third page of search results. Uh, there's a lot of really easy things that, again, RxWiki does for our affiliates free of charge. Uh, to make sure that that site or that property gets bumped up. Uh, in fact, the worst case scenario is that some patients uh, or some people who are, for whatever reason, there's a misunderstanding in the pharmacy or something happens, will go on Google Local or Google Maps to put up a review. 
and there's a negative review out there, unjustified, un unresponded to, and a lot of pharmacies just don't know. And sometimes that might be the only message on the web about that pharmacy. And so a lot of what we do here is also to kind of flesh out the descriptions of pharmacies, talk about uh, what this pharmacy does, its expertise, and point out anything that might be going on that a pharmacy may want to address in the digital space. Um, you'd be very surprised how often that is the case, that some pharmacies just aren't aware of what's being said about them uh, in, the, in the digital space, and the fact that they don't have a, a sounding board of their own really is something that's attracting to their uh, ability to provide services. Now, um, to talk more about the actual properties, the websites that pharmacies have or the social media channels, uh, RxWiki does provide a rolling news feed for uh, a affiliates uh, website. We do provide a search tool for our medication encyclopedia for websites again. Uh, obviously, our social media channels are, are very well developed. Uh, we are available uh, in a very strong way on Google+, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Uh, and those are all areas that, again, point back to uh, not only the pharmacy, but also the resource that the pharmacy is using. Uh, so again, it, it's another, another layer of enhancement for what the pharmacy is able to do. It, really, a lot of these digital properties don't need a whole lot of maintenance. Uh, once you set it and you you know you're happy with the kind of content going over there, uh, it it pushes automatically and it's something your patients see and again associate with your pharmacy and your services. And so uh, I really do think that again what we have here is another layer of high touch uh, for pharmacists. This time again, just in the digital space, and a lot of things that we do help enhance and optimize that presence. I also want to mention to the listeners if you are um a business owner, small business owner, pharmacy owner, the world of mobile is so important. Um, and this is your the demographic of, of how information is being accessed and how you're being reached, how you're being searched for. Um, more times is off of someone's mobile device than it is right at their desktop or, or laptop. So remember that. And the reason why I'm mentioning this, um, RxWiki has uh, invested – uh, a tremendous amount into the mobile side of things. So if you once again go to rxwiki.com and go ahead and scroll, uh, I found it through the bottom of the page, and you'll see that there's an rxwiki mobile for not only an Android uh, operating system, but obviously iPhone. And this is important because you want your patients to be able to access information, obviously through their mobile. And uh, on your web properties, as Eric has mentioned, things could be uh, loaded in right there to make it easier for your uh, customers and your patients to get this information. And then remember that we're trying to make you the source of this information because, once again, you are that community pharmacist. So, Eric, I, I like seeing that you guys have definitely invested in the mobile side of things. Well, I think the mobile side is almost essential. Uh, there almost be no point if we couldn't get you know, the convenience of these Web, uh, Web 2.0 technologies into people's hands. Uh, we're actually finding with some of the data we found already from our affiliates that in some cases, uh, the majority of refills uh, will come from uh, a mobile application or a mobile portal of some sort. Uh, it definitely is something that patients like to see. It's something they uh, appreciate uh, significantly. Uh, and not only that, having, again, the content, the information at their fingertips is something that they really, really appreciate. Uh, just being able to look at what's going on in health today. Uh, again, remember, all of our properties are branded for the pharmacy affiliates. Uh, it's not branded for RxWiki. And so they see that, you know, the pharmacy that they go to is engaged with the world of health. 
And it really does help set them at ease. So you have uh, two different things going on here. You have a, an expertise uh, value proposition. You're saying that we know what we're doing, we're, we're up to date. And not only that, uh, you have a convenience value proposition. So not only do we know what we're doing, we're trying to make it uh, as accessible and as convenient for you, the patient, as we can. Um, and there are a lot of really exciting features. I can't go into too many details uh, coming with our mobile uh, platforms, but uh, I think there's going to be some really, really interesting stuff coming for RxWiki's mobile uh, offerings very, very soon and definitely into the further future. Well, we'll definitely be watching, uh, Eric, and just wanted to thank you for uh, coming on the show um, and sharing with us uh, how RxWiki is part of the tools and the arsenal of a of a pharmacist out there uh, to care for and educate uh, their patient customers. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to learn more, be sure to visit the website again at rxwiki.com. Uh, you can also access the mobile application on Android or iPhone. Uh, so I certainly uh, encourage any of your listeners to go out and take a look and see what we're doing and uh, hope to talk to you all soon. Thanks so much, Eric. We were Thank just you. on with Mr. Eric Ho with RxWiki. You can find more information about RxWiki at rxwiki.com and uh, very easy to find. You can throw it into Google RxWiki. It comes right up. And uh, we thank you for listening.